Film, everybody. I'm one of your hosts, Trey. And I'm one of your hosts, Ebo. And guys, we have a fun one here for you today. Oh, we do. Hope you're a fan of found footage, because we're about to bring you a lot about it today. Hope you're a fan of getting little smoochy smoochies. <laughs> Eddie, why don't you tell the viewers uh, what we got in store for them today? Well, what I got in store is a big head, because I did yeah. not pour this, right? Yeah, but you know, it's alright. We'll, we'll forgive It's them. okay. We'll get, we'll get into that in a second. Yeah. So guys... What we have on today's episode is, you know us, Mm -hmm. if there's one thing we love, it's giving recognition to horror. Yes. Because horror is often maligned, as we've gone on and on about, we've had discussions about this, all kinds of stuff. So we like to be the voice and give some of these horror films that might have gone overlooked, because the one we're talking about today, Butterfly Kisses, is a Mm -hmm. few years old. Yeah. You know, so... 2018 Sleeper. You know, not a spring chicken. No. Four years old. hmm And so we'll be reviewing Butterfly Kisses today and our list, and we'll explain more about the parameters, because this one did have parameters. Yeah. But it's a top five found footage film with some parameters, which we'll explain when we get mm-hmm. there. But Trey, before we get into all that, this is Toast of Film. We're toasting. And guys, here in the States... You know, we got the big 4th of July coming over. Oh, yeah. You know, be prepared to hear us do the President Whitmore speech. Absolutely. From Welcome to Earth. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, we got the Lil Sour Me America. It's a Rocket Pop Sour Ale. Dude, it tastes so good. I taste that. It's good. I taste that flavor. I'm getting, like, hints of cherry, like, hints of blue raspberry, a little bit of everything. Great pick, man. Yeah. And let me tell you what I like about this. Great can. The Oh, absolutely, man. Perfect beer for summertime. This is so refreshing. And sours do, in fact, sour your stomach. You can't drink a ton of them. This is the one exception I think I could drink a lot of. Hey, I was doing some painting in the hot Georgia heat. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie, I actually popped one of these bad boys open and drank it. Absolutely. I do not advise that because you know sometimes drinking beer in the heat can provide bad things but hey it was just one little sour it yeah, ain't gonna hurt nobody it is the best it ain't gonna thing hurt world, nobody buddy. but so that's what we're toasting with today but trey found footage mm-hmm. a lot of highs a lot of lows mm-hmm. yeah now you and i you were born in 90 i was yeah. born in 89 uh-huh when we think found footage blair witch i don't care how many films we have seen yeah Blair Witch Project. Absolutely. The first thing. And what's the first scene that pops in your head? Oh, man. Well, you know, the nose running. Iconic. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. the girl apologizing yeah. with her nose running yeah. and flashlight in her face. And see, the internet was still in its early. Yeah. So when you watched it, you were like... People thought it was real. Like, people genuinely thought it was yeah. real. They, I, I will never forget, I had... Um, one of my friend's moms saw it. She loved horror movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a date night for her. She was going on a date. She had to leave. It scared her that much. I will never forget that. Never forget that. And you don't really even see anything. No. It just plays with... It's atmospheric. Yes. It's, it made... That movie made you feel like you were there, and, and you were witnessing a real-life murder. And it played with everybody's fear mm-hmm. of getting lost in the woods mm-hmm. in the dark. 
Oh, man. And what could happen. That would be terrifying. Terrifying. And through the years, found footage, we get landmarks. Mm-hmm. To me, because, you know, I did some research. There were found footage films before mm-hmm. Blair Witch. But Blair Witch was a landmark where they were, like, presenting it as, hey, you're not supposed to see this. This yeah. is police footage yeah. that we somehow captured and we're going to send it into the public. Yeah. And the next landmark film, even though, like I said, there's been plenty of land- of sound footage films. Yeah. What is the next landmark film? You know. Oh, uh, it's got to be Paranormal Activity. Paranormal Activity yeah. changed the game. For the next generation. And I'll tell you what it was. Stationary cams. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because they made it real believable because, like, one, the actor and actress used their actual names. Well, and not only that, they stationary cams was the main one. You yeah, hit, you hit that right stationary on stationary cams. The minimal effects that they did, yeah, with sound, yeah, sound was in a huge Taylor factor in this. Goosebumps. Yeah, there's that one sound I always tell you about when you hear him running up the steps, yeah, and then also when you see the hooves implanted yes. in the sand or the salt. No, it was um powder, baby powder, baby powder. That one got me. Yeah, and. The effects with the chandeliers yeah. moving and just the eeriness of seeing a fast forward recording yeah. of her standing over. Yes. Um, what, what was his name? Mika. Mika. For like hours. That is so unsettling. And I'll tell you, number two to me has what I consider one of the greatest jump scares in cinema history when the kitchen explodes. Oh, yeah. Because. That was a good one. I don't care what anyone says. No one expected an entire kitchen to explode. One scene that was really good about that I really enjoyed two things was the work they did with the baby monitor in two. Yes. That was Stationary camera. Stationary. And the basement. They never showed the basement, but you knew there was something there. Because they kept getting dragged down there. Exactly. So... That one really was eerie. Two was fantastic. Which plays with people's fears. Yeah. Basements, attics. Basements really It represents play. the unknown, yeah. much like Blair Witch did with a forest. Yeah. I, I think I'm more scared of basements than I am of attics. I I think so. Decrepit. Yeah. If, if, if they're nice, then basement all day. Yeah. Like, if you go down the basement and you see, but you know... But conjuring. Conjuring basement? I'll yeah. take an attic any Ugh. day of the week, dude. When you don't like, you know, little... In fact, about Trey, yeah. he has a little bit of phobia about roaches. Oh, yeah. So you see a decrepit... You know there's probably Ugh. some in there, you know? But, so, Trey, let me ask you this. What is one thing that for you... Out of everything, mm-hmm. because, I mean, there's acting, lighting, you know, whether it's a handheld cam, a stationary cam, what to you is the biggest make it or break it for a found footage film? I'll tell you what. Take the gallows. We were just talking about it. Why'd you have to mention the gallows? And that's all I really need to say, which is so sad, because I will tell anybody this. The, the, tra- the teaser trailer. Best trailer of all time. Chef's Kiss. I will say it is it is one of the scariest trailers I've ever seen. Guys, just to let y'all know. So we told everybody the gallows is going to be the shit. Yeah. When we saw the teaser trailer. When me and Trey went to see it, I had some... It was the shit. I had some random deal I got. Yeah. 
where Trey and I each got a popcorn, a drink, and a movie ticket mm-hmm. for a combined total of two dollars and sixteen cents. Yeah. So if you're telling me we got to see a movie, popcorn, and cokes mm-hmm. for a dollar a piece, and yeah. we still revile it, yeah, that tells you how bad a movie is. Oh, absolutely. It's. I'll tell you what. I need to believe in the found footage. There's so many found footages that they they go out on cheap notes. Where There's a lot of that. A lot of the found footage will go on cheap notes where it, the, the vision will get staticky all of a sudden. Yeah. Or they'll cut all of a sudden. And it just takes you out because you're like, okay, this isn't real. You know this isn't real. The found footages that get me are when you see things you feel like you're not supposed to see. Yeah. That paranormal activity does so well. Yes. And like, I know it's in found footage, but like... It was on a camcorder in signs when you saw the alien yes. walk by. You feel like you're seeing something you're not supposed to see. That's what gives me the chills. That's what makes a found footage feel real. That's the whole purpose of a found footage is to feel real. So I would say my my make it or break it is that in it's, itself. Is how much it makes you believe. Yes, exactly. That is a solid answer. Mm-hmm. And I would say for me to kind of, you know, go off that, I need to believe why this person, if it's a handheld, is not putting down the camera. Yes. I need, yeah. And not even that, not even like when shit's going down. Like, yeah. Let's say a freaking like Bigfoot is chasing yeah. them. And, you know, they're not putting down the camera. I need to believe in the first place why they're recording. Right. A perfect example. The Pyramid. Okay. Yes. The pyramid, Great movie, by the way, if y'all seen it, it. It is way better than what the critics a gave Friday it. A Friday night movie? Yeah. Great time. Exactly. Don't pay to see them it in cats. theaters. Oh, no. But go in here to add to Eddie's point, they're inside of a pyramid. It's pitch black. So they're using a handheld with night vision. Yes. That makes sense. And the camera never goes away. When you see Anubis... And you have to be quiet. That was terrifying, yeah. dude. I felt because that, you man. just see like little hints of him. Yeah, I felt that, man. And again, here's another one: Monster Projects. Yeah, we were seeing things we knew we were not supposed to see, and they yeah. didn't shy away from it. Yeah, that's what I appreciated. And stationary cam. Yeah, for the interviews. The interviews, stationary cams. But what I liked is night that vision. Night vision. They did a horror channel. They were a horror yeah. YouTube channel, so they wanted to catch it. Yeah. So you were in. You were compelled to see what they were seeing. Yeah. They weren't trying to hide away or shy away from it. And what I loved about it is there's a demon in there, but it's not the normal tropes that demons affect the camera yeah. and it starts getting staticky. No, you still see it, just like you're supposed to see it, man. I love that. You know, as above, so below. Mm, yeah. One thing I like about that that's believable yeah. is, if I recall right, the cameras were attached to their head. Mm. So it would make sense yeah. why they wouldn't put it down. That's right. And um, one of the movies that I'll be getting to, his camera was actually his eyeball. Ah, So yeah. it makes sense. VHS? No. Ah, Another movie. Okay. But it makes sense why... He didn't yeah. put the camera down because it's yeah. his eye. Because I, I remember the one they did in VHS where 
the place was haunted that yeah. he was staying in. That was the one where he fell in the pool. Yeah. You remember that one? That was a really good one. That was all in his eye. I liked that. So basically what we're getting at is we need two things. We need you to convince us that this is real. Yeah. And we need you to convince us why you're holding the camera and if you're not using the stationary cam. Which is pretty common practice in yeah. found footage. I mean, we're not asking But a much. lot of found footage movies mess up on that. And that's what's so sad. The found footage genre started out doing handhelds for us to believe it was real. Yeah. Why they went away from that blows my mind. That makes absolutely no sense. That takes away from the whole reason yeah. you're doing a found footage. We want... We are supposed to, as Trey said, we are supposed to believe that this is police footage. Yeah. That this is, you know, discovered footage. Yeah. We're supposed to take for you that this is real. Speaking of which, police footage, I can't wait to see dash cam. Oh, yeah, dash cam looks cool. And once again, technically stationary camera. Absolutely. Moving car. Yeah. Stationary camera. Exactly. And I think they're going to do a good job with that one because director of the host, host was... One of the best movies. Let me tell y'all. I have seen. The host probably got a budget of $5. Yeah. Because it was a bunch of friends. On Zoom. On Zoom. Yeah. But what they did with that movie. Fantastic. Was incredible. Fantastic. Filmed during COVID. So they just used that to their advantage. And it was incredible. Yeah. I, you know, they did a heart race test. They did a top 10 film in the past decade. And they, I couldn't believe this, man. They hooked a monitor up to your heart, and mm-hmm. they wanted to see what movie, on average, scared people the most by their heart rate. Do you know Host 1? Well, over Conjuring. I'll tell you why, Over Insidious. I'll tell you why, though. No, I agree. I, I totally agree with it. Because it is people in their apartments where they're yeah. supposed to feel safe. Yeah. Exactly. And it doesn't go over the top like Conjuring and Insidious do. Yeah. But that works in those films yeah. because they set that up in the universe. But it makes it be like, look, you could just be in your house and this shit's coming for you. Well, and we're in an age where everyone's using it. And um, like, another film that, a film that should not have been good, but me and Trey personally think is a fantastic film, and that's Unfriended. Oh, Unfriended was amazing. Where it's done from their computer screen. Yeah. So, not Zoom Yeah. quite. This was pre-Zoom's time, but it's done from their, like, webcams. Yeah. And they do a lot of cool stuff with that. I love Unfriended. I'll tell you another one I like. That second one's garbage. I, you know, I never, I never saw it, but no. I think I would like it. You might like it. I wasn't big on it. Because I like the whole dark web exploring. Yeah. I think that's cool. I'll tell you one on the dark web that I absolutely love. Den. Did you ever see Den? Mm-mm. That was an amazing found footage. Great reviews, too. Like, it was solid. Well, Trey, to end this discussion, let hmm. me hit you. Okay. With a question. Okay. Okay, and I want I want you to think about this. And, you know, people, if you steal our ideas, at least, you know, credit us. <laughs> you know, that's all we're asking. Hey, there Just you put go. us in the credits as a special thing. There you go. But... What is something that you are surprised by that found footage has not really tapped into that you think's a missed opportunity? 
Hmm. It could be, and it doesn't have to be just horror. It could be sci-fi. It could be action. It could be comedy. Yeah. You know, because Project X, I love that film. Yeah. I'll tell anybody. Gr- just giant party that goes yeah. hell-raising crazy. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you one. Okay. So, I think it would be cool, because they have this technology out there. I would love to see this in a found footage, and it's totally untapped potential. Where their drone follows them around and everything is caught from a little aerial perspective. Mm. Now, here's the thing. I'm not talking, like, above the trees aerial. I'm talking, like, the drone is following them, like, it's, like, four feet above them. And the whole movie found footage is drone-related. And you're Mm. getting the found footage from that. And so I want you to envision this, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. Envision something like a Chernobyl Diaries. Chernobyl Diaries was great. Wouldn't it have been really good and smart if they, at the time they didn't have this technology? Mm-hmm. But now, going into a place that like kids are wanting to explore, but it's radioactive, they think. So before they go in, they send in a drone that has like a meter on it, like a radioactive gauge, and they see something. Yeah. You know? But then, um, you know, the drone has, like, an aerial security mode. So you see things, like, going out of this building when the kids are entering. So, like, the kids are entering here, and you see this thing coming out. I like that. But they can't see it. Only the aerial view can see it. So it's kind of the equivalent of, like, a labyrinth Mm -hmm. that we're seeing the top. Or it's, like, a better version of any... Uh, like of the found footage like um apollo 13 Mm -hmm. that did found footage based on robotic cameras like in mars and stuff like that but better dude i like it i think it'd be fun i appreciate it man what about you i think two things one a film like jaws Mm -hmm. okay let's say because what we said about i'm already like we need to buy into yeah why they are filming yeah okay down on their luck, fishermen. Let's say that fishing, you know, it's the down season. But they really need money. So they're like, guys, check this out. There's this guy. He's this crazy big game hunter type dude. He says if we can get him a big ass shark. Just, you know, get footage of it, catch it. Then he'll give us a million bucks. You know, something like that. So they go out there, they have cameras on the, one on the side of the boat on top, but one on the side of the boat at the bottom. Oh, I like that. So you're playing with underwater shadows. I... You see, keep seeing stuff move. Is it a shark? Is it a fish? What is it? Oh, and, dude. And, you know, maybe the power goes out on the boat, so they get stranded. And maybe one of them, with a dive mask and a camera has to go down there and try and fix it. I like that. And, I like that a lot. you know, actually. we get the big. Yeah. You know, another one that would be really cool, it, but it would have to be kind of like towards, kind of like Interstellar where it's heading to post-apocalyptic but not there yet, where a group of scientists slash fishermen, you've got scientists and fishermen on a boat, a big one, top of the line. So like a research vessel. A research vessel. People are not catching fish at the rate 
that they were, like by a huge percentage, right? Okay. So they think something is polluting it that's killing off the fish. They think it's something natural. I like where you're going. And so the research vessel goes out where all these fishermen ships go to, but it's actually a monster. But they're going out there to see what's going on. But that's, dude, it's all a credit to you. That's a great decision. And, of course... Underwater found footage is totally untapped. We don't really... Like, we get small bits. Like, um, there was this movie called Underwater. Underwater. That had Kristen Stewart. And it had... Remember how effective that scene was? So good. Where you're seeing from their helmets? Yes. And you're seeing, like, little dust clouds... Because that would tap into people have a fear of underwater. Dude, let me tell you. Underwater is slept on. Yeah. No one comes up with a cool idea like a Cthulhu monster, dude. And they did it. I yeah. I love underwater. Oh, yeah. It, dude, it was a phenomenal movie. And I, I don't know if I own it. I do. I need to buy that. Because one. that's when the theater I, wasn't, maybe I do. wasn't really open. So I was buying movies just to try and support film. Dude, so good. But Underwater, great movie. And one other thing I'll say is, and dude, you're going to love this one. Yeah. You're going to flip your lid at this. Mm-hmm. when you, And you're going to be mad when you realize this hasn't really been done well. Uh-huh. It might have been done cheesy like Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah. Which I love Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah. But, dude, imagine some kids, right? Mm-hmm. Some kids, similar to a film we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. They decide, you know what? I don't think the Mothman's real. And they start to go trying to find the Mothman. Oh my god. And you do that really good thing in found footage where you just are seeing, you just hear something just off camera. You see something real quick. Yeah. And you're starting to wonder, okay, are these kids like, just like, losing it are they pranking us right you know you have to really sell it with the leads mm-hmm. and then dude things start to happen yeah you know maybe we get a good shot of him at one point absolutely you know kind of play on the Blair Witch deal yeah but I think that or werewolf film that's what we need but Trey is it time to get into the review I believe it is all right, guys, so like we said, we got an interesting one for you. Found footage film that is from 2018. Mm-hmm. It was directed by Eric Christopher Myers, mm-hmm. who was an award winner for his previous film, Roulette, who unfortunately did pass away September 2021. Golly. So just a little bit ago. Um, I hate to see that. The guy had so much talent. But writer-director of this, and it's called Butterfly Kisses. And Trey, you're the one who got me into this, so mm-hmm. how about, before we get into the review, you tell people, sell them like you sold me mm-hmm. on the pitch of this movie. So, this is a found footage movie that made sense. This is one of those that we were just talking about, where the reason they're filming and the reason we're seeing what we're seeing has understanding. And it's a dual found footage. It is It is the inception of found footage movies. Because it's found footage of found footage. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Actually, eventually it's found footage within found footage within found footage. Yes. You know? Basically, you have two film students who 
are trying to do their end thesis project, you mm-hmm. know, whatever you want to call it. And they decide to do their found footage on a local folklore. Urban and, legend, if you will. Yeah, on an old urban legend. And the urban legend in their town is about something called the Blink Man. Now, the Blink Man has rarely been seen, but it has been seen, and it has had such an impact that everyone in the town knows who the Blink Man is. Now, the lore is you have to look down a tunnel at 12 o'clock at night and keep your eyes open for one straight hour without blinking. If you can do that, you summon the Blink Man. What I love about this movie is they have a very smart, intelligent approach about this. They don't just throw something together and hope we don't look it up. They realize that the audience is intelligent, and they write this as an intelligent film. So we all know no one can keep their eyes open for an hour straight without blinking. They address that. They do. They mention the world record. Yes, which I think was smart, you know? Mm -hmm. But then they found a way to combat that with a camera lens. Mm -hmm. And anything I'm telling you, you'll see in the trailer. The camera lens, they do it for an hour straight, and then they cut it with the camera lens folds over the camera as the blink. And they see it. A genius approach. Really creepy demon slash monster. Mm -hmm. And the lore behind it the reason it's called Butterfly Kisses, this was what really sold me. It's how I pitched it, Daddy. Every time you blink, the blink man gets closer to you. He starts out far, and anytime you see him in a camera, he's off in the distance, or if you saw him with your eyes, you see him in your peripheral vision. Well, every time you blink, he gets closer and closer. Eventually, he gets so close to you, he's right up in your face, but the blink man gets you, because his eyelashes are so long that on your last blink, he tickles your eyes with his eyelashes to force you to blink. To force you to blink, and that's how he kills you. First off, genius lore. Yeah. I love a story with lore. We love troll hunters. Mm-hmm. That had an amazing lore. Mm-hmm. Fantastic lore. This one had the same thing. We know why they're filming, mm-hmm. and it's eerie the things we see that they find. They're intrigued by this. I'm intrigued. When I'm watching this, I'm like, I need to know more. I feel like I'm the third cameraman or the third film student watching this. But what's so exciting is we don't know what's happened to him. They have mysteriously disappeared, and we are finding the tapes that they left in our main protagonist's house. A failed filmmaker who's making a documentary on this to try and get back into Hollywood's graces. Yes. Everything about this I loved. And what was so much fun about it is my biggest thing. How real it felt. You know that the main protagonist is onto something. You're rooting for this guy. We know what he's seeing in these like small clippets that the film students made, we know they're real. And we're rooting for this guy, and he is, like, stumbling across things. He's hiring sound editing groups. 
the sound editing with that, mm -hmm. with what they did, was genius. Mm -hmm. I love that. It kind of gave me a flashback to The Ring, uh, which I just absolutely loved that. I thought it was a cool little take. And then he hires people to, you know, essentially kind of follow him around. And they don't really believe him, but then they do. And so it's just a tale on a tale on a tale where we're converting people that are all starting to realize this thing is a real deal. And what I love about this movie, it does not shy away from showing us what the viewers want to see. I fell in love with this movie. Don't know how it went under the radar the way yeah. it did, you know? Um, but that was kind of the sales pitch I gave to Eddie. And you watched it. You enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, but, man, that was a that was a good found footage that went under the cracks. So, <coughs> let me say some negatives I had mm -hmm. and some positives. Okay. So, the negative I have, and this really is the big one for me, it was a little, because they're doing the two timelines, mm -hmm. it was a little convoluted at points. Okay. Which, I mean... That's a tough thing, juggling two timelines yeah. when they're both found footage. Yeah. If one was found footage and one wasn't, yeah. that'd be a lot easier. Yeah. But like VHS. You, yeah, but juggling two timelines, that's a tough tale. Yeah. And so, you know, it gets a little muddled. We get some filler. One thing that they did well is, like you said, both people are motivated. This guy, if he doesn't get this, then he will have no money to his name. Yeah. You know, he's basically done ever being involved in film. He's having marital issues because yeah. of the financing. The students, you know, they are really into this. They really want a great project, but it also, I think, scares them a little bit, mm -hmm. which I appreciate. Um, yeah. One thing I really appreciated was at one point they discover, okay, the camera, every time you turn it off and turn it on, that counts as a blink. Yeah. Because the eye lens instead mm -hmm. of, or the camera lens instead of the eye lens. Yeah. And so at one so point, was the smart. guy's testing that, and the blank man gets close, and it kind of like tilts its head and starts waving. Yeah. Which I appreciate because it's small. Yeah. But it goes to show like, look. They are committed to this, that he will not kill you till your final blink. Yeah. But they're also giving us a little something to be like, look, this isn't just some dude standing there. Yeah. Like, he's like, he's I'm, a, I'm getting close. Exactly. I'm going to exactly. stab you in the throat. I That scene really got me, man. And one thing I love is in to sell us on the skepticism mm. is they brought in the Blair Witch director. Yeah. Which I thought was a really creative thought. Yes, dude. I'm so glad you brought that up. That's very important in found footage, especially now, because a lot of people are going to be like, this is just your 15 minutes of fame. Why? So we all know in found footage, there's certain things you have to do. Yes. You have to turn the way the camera at some point. Yes. You have to do this. But then they address that like they are the audience with us. Yeah. As the skeptics, just like us. But then we're not skeptics anymore because they're addressing it and we're like, but we know they're wrong. Mm -hmm. So then it turns, we have someone asking the question in the movie that we would ask out loud mm -hmm. or ask our friends sitting next to us. But then when they're answered, we're like, oh, no, nah, he's wrong, man. You know that, And then we're like, 
in turn were like don't want to be skeptics about the yeah. movie more. They did a genius job of addressing that. Mm-hmm. The one main issue we all have with found footage, and they addressed it. I thought it was really smart. But I thought, you know, really cool idea, like we yeah. said, really cool lore. And I'll tell you one thing, and I'm trying to say this because we're not going to do any spoilers, but I'm trying to say this in a right way, so don't harp on me too much. But one thing I appreciate with lore. I appreciate this very strongly. If you're committing to this idea, anything can be beaten. Yeah. Like, unless you set up that this thing cannot be beaten. Like, in some movies, you know, they set up the devil cannot be beaten. Right. If you set that ground, I'm okay with it. Yeah. But if you don't, you better explain, okay, these... You know, these folks needed to find a way to beat it. Yeah. Sort of like something that happened in Stranger Things. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, um, and they addressed that. Yeah. They addressed there is a way to beat this, though you might not want to. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Because I did too. Because it was something very small, but it at least showed me, like, They're thinking about every avenue. Beat means you get to live. Yeah. But you're still living a cursed life. Exactly. Exactly. They, so I appreciate that. They answered all the questions we really needed. You know what I mean? As as audience. Do we want to get into the cheers review on Let's this? Let's get into the cheers. What would you give it, mate? I'll tell you what. I'm going to give this more than what I would have gotten because I didn't know about it. And it was a hidden sleeper. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give this a 4.1. A 4.1, I think it's just, you know, I, I would say it's a little above 80%. They did so many things. I think, I'll say this, and I think you'll agree with me here. They did a lot more right than they did wrong. Mm-hmm. And for me, that justifies a 4. And I'm going to give it a little more just because I didn't expect it to be as good as it was, and I had a lot of fun with it, man. Really had a lot of fun. I love a movie with good lore. Yeah. And... You know, it's harder and harder to come by nowadays because everything's been done. This was original. This was original, and it's a good Friday night watch. Yeah. 4.1. I'm going to give it a 3.7. Okay. Because I think this is a 3.5 film. Yeah. But like you said, there's enough good Yeah. where I'm willing to slide it to extra points. Yeah. You know? So you give it about a 75 out of 100. Yeah, 3.7. I'm good yeah. with that. That's good, man. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that at all, buddy. Um, yeah, well, so that uh, is a movie y'all all need to check out, guys. Yes. Trust us. And with that being said, let's dive right into the list. It's time to, for the list mm-hmm. of the week. So, guys, remember I said there'd be parameters. So, <coughs> found footage list, there's, I think, now eight paranormal activities? Yeah. If you include side films? Yeah. Eight Paranormal Activities, there's three Blair Witch, yeah. there's four Dot Rex, mm-hmm. you know, quality franchises. Yeah. And, you know, some movies that you didn't even think, there's three of. Yeah. So what the one parameter was, the movies on your list cannot belong to a franchise. Yeah. Now, how we chose to define a franchise, it has to have three or more films. Trilogy or more is a franchise. So if it just was lucky enough to get a sequel, like yeah. Quarantine, mm-hmm. you know, the American dot wreck, yeah. Quarantine is still available yeah. because it did not get a three. And the reason 
for for the people out there, and I, I understand the people out there that say, "Why did y'all do this? Y'all are eliminating so many good ones." That's actually the reason. Yeah, we we know these are phenomenal films. That's why they still so many movies. Hell House. A lot of people yeah. don't know that one. Four movies, fantastic. Wreck. You know, Dot Wreck, amazing. I mean, Dot Wreck. One at least one of those yeah. would have got on you know one of our lists at yeah. least one paranoid activity exactly so we just want to give love to films that didn't make the cut exactly so <laughs> so with that being said i'm gonna dive into my five yes. i'm gonna give two honorable mentions okay that are very much just alike grave encounters and gojim gojim is the korean version of grave encounters Oh, and it's it's basically exa- that's exactly what it is. I mean, it's is not, it shot for shot. No, okay, no, no, no. It's just like that's the subject my, matter and everything. That's my equivalent. Okay. They're going to stake out a haunted asylum. Okay, but yeah, <laughs> Gojim's actually a Grave Encounters has a couple better scares. Mm-hmm. Gojim's actually better written for our day and age. It makes more sense. Well, I mean, it's like when you watch, you know. Dot Wreck and Quarantine, when you watch Ringu and The Ring. Yeah. When you watch, you know, The Grudge. Exactly. And I'm forgetting what the real grudge is called. Yeah. But uh, it's just different styles. Yeah, exactly. So, Grave Encounters, uh, well, I will always remember that. That one actually scared me a lot yeah, when Grave I was Encounters, younger. It, it was, I, I remember not being too big on the sequel. Sequel was okay. Sequel had a scene in it, though. That shook me. Yeah, but I'm just shook talking about the film me. as a whole. I yeah, remember not it wasn't being as too good. great about it. But GoGM was a lot of fun, too. I'll have to check that one out. Oh, it's good. Because I haven't seen that one. It's good. So foreign subtitles. Yeah. But let me tell you one thing they do right. They do this so well. And it reels us in even more. They go into the Haunted Asylum, and there's one door. Oh, God. That's locked. Oh, God. And eventually, they get in there. And you realize oh, why it's God, locked. Don't do that. Oh, yeah. and Jesus. it's it is the that scene is the climax of the movie because what is in there is paranormal locked. You know what I mean? It's oh. once it all once it all hits the fan, you see it, and it is terrifying. Jesus. So for that movie, for that scene alone, this movie is scary, man. It it, it really will freak you out, but. These are in no particular order. I'm okay. just going to kind of go at him. Taking of Deborah Logan. A movie about a older woman with Alzheimer's that is possessed. And or is she? It, or, or is she, yeah. But let me tell you, it is scary. This is well, one... I'm saying like if you're watching the film. Oh. That's what the film kind of plays with you, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because eventually you're like... You know, okay, what's going on here, you know? But probably one of the scariest movies we've gotten found footage-wise in 10 years. Yeah, she's a creepy-looking bird. Is. And you haven't seen that one, have you? No, I've seen, okay. like, clips. We are gonna we need to watch that one together, maybe tomorrow night. Taking a good for Logan. At number four, The Bay. Well, that's one of them. I'll just say that. The Bay, early on, found footage movie, came yes. out, like, 2012. Yes. It was... So well done, and it made sense. The bay is slept on. Yeah. So basically, it's about these parasites. 
crustaceans. Yeah, but they're like parasitic crustaceans. So they're regular crustaceans, but there was chicken runoff yeah. that had steroids that made that them big. Made them big. So what I liked about it is it could happen in the real yeah. world. Probably not, but it's. I don't know, man. It. You never I know. I mean, they're from the ocean. Yeah. And you know how much pollution we put in the ocean. Yeah, exactly. It could happen. Ugh. So it made sense, and it was a small town that oh, was getting decimated. Great, just think of arachnophobia, yeah. but the whole town, and just even creepier. Yeah, it's like it's they weird. did this one scene where they show down somebody's throat, and you just see it in their moving. Yes, Ugh. dude, it, I love the bay. It's love. gross, but let me tell you. Phenomenal movie. Yeah, great movie. Another one I love, Monster Projects. I'll talk about this one in a sec. This one is just so much fun. I'm going to go into it very light because I'll, you yeah. know, but I love vampires, demons, and werewolves. I mean, I love that in any kind of what, horror movie. What else do you need? You get it all there. Fantastic, guys. But one of my favorites is Lake Mungo, Australian documentary that feels so real and it is creepy to the core doesn't get doesn't get talked about enough but one of my absolute favorites guys and last one on here searching you want to talk about a well-written film that is a crime thriller drama this is your movie very well received acting is phenomenal and found footage movie that exceeded in every front. That is my that is my five. Mm. Trey, I gotta say, you son of a gun, <laughs> you got a pretty good list. Thank man. you, man. You got a pretty good list, man. <coughs> so, my little Jerry's, I have a list as well. Let me pull up the list. Okay, I have an honorable mention. And for this was an honorable mention because it's half found footage. Okay. It's not a true found footage. Okay. Because it's people examining footage. Okay. So the movie opens. We see a bunch of cops, mm -hmm. coroners. We see dead bodies everywhere. Things yeah. are on fire. Mm -hmm. And it's this um, detective and this police captain. It's... um. The detective is Bill from True Blood. Isn't it Diane Kruger? And that's old girl from The Crazies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they're examining this footage. Mm -hmm. And the reason I love this movie is because it's sort of like Vantage Point, where the more footage you watch, the more you're getting at the story. Mm -hmm. And I gotta say, the twist is pretty cool to me because they set this up. Yeah. Like, if you watch this movie, they flat out show you everything you need to know. Yeah. They tell you everything you need to know the whole time. Yeah. To know what's going on. Right. And I just thought, cool movie, great cast. It is good. I'm glad you threw that one on But I don't mention Evidence, 2013, I think. Yep, that's exactly right. Okay, number five is Into the Storm. Mm -hmm. Anyone who knows me knows Twister is one of my all-time favorite movies. Yeah. Like, just phenomenal movie. I watch it whenever the storm's real bad. Yep. You know, to give me the good juju. And so I thought it was really neat because yeah. aside from like two people, the found footage is all stationary. Yeah. Because it's on this 
vehicle yeah. that's like a storm chaser yeah, vehicle. It's a st- so it makes sense. Exactly. And there's this one incredible shot towards the end where the car gets taken into yeah. an F5. Mm-hmm. And you get into the eye of the storm and you see like above what the f5 and you see like down into it yeah and it's haunting but it's also beautiful yeah so into the storm number five number four is something i alluded to earlier the grace field incident so in this one our lead character he's missing an eye so he gets a camera eye yeah so that's why he never puts the camera down yeah and then the rest of the cameras are stationary cameras in this cabin they're staying at right and basically, it's these people who they're staying in this cabin. A meteor falls. They decide to go grab the meteor, and then aliens start coming oh, after man. them, coming into their house. And we oh, get yeah. lights out, <coughs> and we see like an alien slinking through mm-hmm. the living room, stuff like that. Just creepy stuff. Oh, yeah. Gotta love it. At number three is the Monster Project. Monster Project, like Trey said. Such a cool thing. You have these two guys who, mm. they, they're they desperate for YouTube hits. Yeah. So they decide, you know what? We make monster movies. I wonder if monsters are real. Right, right. A, one of those questions that later you end up regret asking. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they get a skinwalker, yep. a Native American who's a skinwalker, yep. a.k.a. werewolf. You get a girl who is possessed. And you get the finest vampire that has ever been seen on screen. Oh, yeah. I mean, this chick, she is beautiful. Yeah. She's got tats all mm-hmm. over her. I mean, I'd be dead. Oh, yeah, me too, man. Like, if she showed me some attention, I'd be like, oh, hey. Oh, yeah. And then, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I'm a goner, folks. Same here, man. You know, she's fine. She got tattoos, <laughs> and she's fine. But uh, Monster Project's so cool because yeah. they give you a reason why they're filming. You know, right. because at one point, the lights are out. And you're in this house, trapped, with yeah, three monsters. Exactly. So you need night vision. Yeah. And when they're doing the interviews, it's a stationary cam. So just such an incredible movie. And dude, only five years old. Yeah. Doesn't it feel like we watched that a lot longer ago? It really does, man. But 2017, Monster Project, yeah. incredible. Really was. So I cannot say two and then one. I'm just going to say, for the first time, I have a co-number one. Okay. Because one of these films is my heart and soul, mm-hmm. and one of these films is one of the most brilliant films I've ever seen. Okay. So I'll start with the brilliant one, mm-hmm. and that's District 9. Yeah. District 9 mm-hmm. is what made people recognize Charteau Copley yeah. and recognize Neil Bongpan. And it's the only reason I didn't add it to my list, because yeah. I knew Eddie would, because that movie would easily be on my list as well. District 9 is a six-star film to me. Yeah, it's... I walked out of that movie just questioning, like, you know, I've had experience like this, like when I saw Drive for the well, first time, when I saw The Artist. You have it all in that movie. You yeah. have action, you have thrills, you have emotion. Yeah, you I'm have talking, a lot of emotion yeah, towards the end. Exactly. And it they explain why he's not putting the camera down. Yeah. Because it's a body cam. Yeah. And he's following this guy And he's a journalist. Who's ticketing yeah. these prawns. Exactly. Which is what they call these alien life forms. Exactly. And they just put so many good things, like they have some racial tension yeah. ideas in there. They get across all these ideas while 
making it aliens, mm-hmm. so it's easier for people to digest. Oh yeah, I and agree. And just such cool special effects. Oh, it's... especially for its time. But the movie that has my heart and soul because this movie is everything I could ever want in a film, and that is Troll Hunter. Yes, it's a foreign film, but it's got this guy right, and he's a troll hunter, mm-hmm. and these kids, they're like, yeah. Great chief, you know I'm I'm a boogeyman. Yeah, you know they don't believe him. No, exactly. And then they go stalking him because he keeps telling them like, "Look, y'all need to, you need to get away from me." Yeah. And they follow him, and oh, they realize, so "Hey, good. man, trolls are real." Troll hunter was so. And good. they add like, "How do you kill trolls? How do you hunt trolls? Yeah, are there different trolls?" And like when he's in his little cabin, mm-hmm. there's all these little Easter oh, eggs all over it. But, Another um, one with great lore. Just lore out the wazoo. Incredible movie, Troll Hunter. Yeah. Great but list, true. man. Great list. Great list to you as well, sir. Yeah. But we're at the end of the episode. Yeah. So, guys, if you end up checking out Butterfly Kisses uh-huh. and you want to let us know what you thought, or maybe we forgot a found footage film. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot. Yeah. Maybe we forgot one that you think, you know, it's the bee's knees. The Absolutely. cat's pajamas. Absolutely. Maybe you hate ours. Maybe you hate Trey's especially. Hey, maybe. I mean, who wouldn't? Yeah, I mean, if you got bad taste, you know. But guys, you know, check us out next week where we'll be reviewing Elvis mm-hmm. and the Black Phone. Can't wait, guys. Starring Ethan Hawke. Oh, yeah. But guys, if you want to reach us, tell us any of those things. There are so many ways you can do it. You can go to Twitter, at film underscore coast. Toast, mm-hmm. excuse me. You can check us out on Instagram or TikTok. A toast to film, uh-huh. all one word. Yep. Or email us at bingingandbrewing at gmail.com. And from Trey and myself, we just wish you good night and good viewing. <laughs>